Hello, hello, and welcome to the Your Latina Mentor podcast with your host, Isabel Restrepo, or Isabel Restrepo, as I got used to saying growing up in Minnesota so that people would understand me. And that's actually a perfect example highlighting what this podcast is all about, where I'll be sharing experiences, tools, and resources to navigate what it means to be a woman, a Latina, an immigrant, and everything in between what I like to call this human experience. Part of the inspiration for this podcast is also that I didn't have a Latina mentor growing up, and I wish that some of the things that I'm going to share with you, somebody would have shared with me. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. We have been really focusing on manifestation this month, and I want to cover in this episode what happens in between the manifestations. You know, we talk about like being high vibration, being in alignment, um, all of these things that kind of circle around. It, It seems so flashy to me, and I totally subscribe to all of this before too. But what happens? Like, how do, oh my God, there's a hummingbird at my window. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I just have to pause. There was a hummingbird at my window. The window's closed and it was like trying to get in. That was so beautiful. I've been really connecting with hummingbirds for the past two weeks. And I am so glad that just happened and that you were able to witness me just like in this moment with it. Oh my goodness. Okay, where was I even? Now I'm like, what was I even saying? Does anything matter? Okay, yes. I was mentioning that when we are working on our manifestations, sometimes it can be really like, okay, where is it? You know, what's this in between time? What's this next thing that I'm going to work towards? It's like we're always going towards that next thing versus really being present, really being in the day to day of that manifestation. And so it's like, sometimes I've felt in the past where it's like, oh man, I climbed this whole mountain and I realized I was on the wrong mountain. Yes, I enjoyed the steps to getting to that top of that mountain, but that sinking feeling of like, oh crap, I've been like going up this whole mountain the wrong way. And maybe that's a little bit of my third line in human design where it's just experimenting and there isn't a right or wrong. It's always just experimenting with life. But in general, I will say that it's this feeling of, okay, I got the thing. I got the job. I got the partner. I got the money. I got the health, whatever, the perfect body, whatever it is that people want to manifest. And that can look like so many different things. When I say, oh, I got the perfect job, that could be you're an entrepreneur. That could be you got promoted in a corporate job. That could be you started a a startup. That could be you have a local business. I mean, this can look like so many different things. Or, oh, I manifested this great partner, but then it's not the like story tale of like, we got the thing and then that's it. It's like, oh no, we're always growing and evolving and we're always going to be expanding. So what happens one, when we expand and what happens 
in that in-between time of expansion. And I want to highlight something that Maxine Dillon introduced me to, which is this concept of expansion and contraction. So for example, if you, or at least for me, when I used to work in marketing in a corporate setting, it would be very much, we would always be in expansion. It would always be, okay, what's the next campaign? How are we going to beat the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's always in this energy of expansion, all of the creativity, all of the client work, all of the things. And honestly, it's really hard to always be in that state of expansion. So if you think of like a rubber band that you're pulling and at some point it's going to break because it's too much expansion to stay constantly expanded. But if you release the rubber band a little bit, it's going to contract and then it's going to come back out and come back in. And this is what happens to our nervous system. When we're in a state of contraction or of expansion, it's like we're growing. We got that job. We got that partner. And then there's going to be that period of contraction where it's like, okay, I need to like come back down a little bit. And, and it's this dance between the two of expansion and contraction. And for me, what I've realized is that when I am not as aware, when I don't have, or am, or not only don't have, but am not implementing the tools that I have during that state of contraction, those contrasts can be really, really big versus I'm at this point in my life now where, yes, I can have these really big expansions, but the contraction isn't going to be just as intense inward. Like it, it doesn't have to be these two really big extremes from one pole to the other. And I think that is the energy that helps when we're manifesting to become the new normal. Like, yes, things can be this good. And I think I've mentioned this in past episodes, the upper limit theory in, and I always forget the author's name, but the book is called The Big Leap, where if you expand into something new, so let's say that you get that job and then you come home, you get that promotion Let's say you get promoted at work and then you come home and for some reason you start arguing with your partner for no good reason at all. And so it's like you're going into that state of contraction because it's like a new level of good that you're not really accustomed to. So what I've found is that when you become aware of this expansion, the contra- you can manage the contractions so much easier and you can also allow space for those big expansions to come so that the new normal can be something that feels really good and it's not so scary. So when we talk about manifesting, it's being able to have that dance between the expansion and the contraction, being able to one, receive that manifestation that you're, that you're envisioning. So you receive that And then you want to keep it because you've allowed that new state to be the new normal. And I really hope that you're following me here. I'm like over here with my arms and trying to do the visualizations. But I hope you use that rubber band example because the nervous system is expanding. It's like, yes, I can hold this and it feels safe and it's not going to be so overwhelming. And sometimes it is. Sometimes it can be really overwhelming because we're not used to it. And then other times it's like, 
okay, I've trained my nervous system to be in this space that feels really good so that I can not only manifest the things that I want, but keep the things that I've been manifesting. So an example that is used a lot is like people that win the lottery, their system, they're, they're not used to having such large quantities of money. And so that really big expansion, sometimes when we're not able to manage it, the contraction is like, oh, they've lost all the money or they weren't able to learn how to keep it. And so I want to share that because it's like, when I get that thing, that's when I'll be happy. And that's just a very small glimpse of what a manifestation can feel like. So it's like shopping is used for example too. It's like you get that shopper's high where it's like, I'm going to go buy that new handbag and it's going to feel really good for maybe a day, but then you come back down and it's like, oh, this is still the reality of what's going on. And it's so funny. I use a shopping example because I'm not a big shopper, but actually I guess instead of a handbag, it would be like a really nice candle or like, I love, um, lotions and like body scrubs. So I'll use that one example for me. Cause sometimes it's like, yes, I'll feel really good. And I go get that thing and I use it, but then it's like, oh, but I still have to deal with all these other things that, that are underneath. And, and I think that's all right. That's part of like being human. You're going to learn to feel the good, allow it to be there, be in that expansion, have that goodness become the new normal while also, okay, what's that thing underneath that is preventing me from wanting to be safe in this new normal? And sometimes I think for me in the past, that's where it's, I've struggled a little bit where it's like, oh my gosh, I just know that once I get this new thing, then I'll be really good. And yes, while I've subscribed to that thought work before, very rarely does that ever work or is that sustainable? Because let's say that you get that big job, you're going to feel that high, that expansion, that moment of like, yes, it's happening. And then maybe a few hours later, it's like you're coming home and you're in the same living room and it's kind of like, okay, how do I merge these two things? How do I be here now and allow that new thing to come in. It, it can be a little bit trippy. It's kind of reminding me of um, that movie that came out recently, Everywhere All at Once or something like that, where you have all of these different options and these different timelines, and they're all kind of happening simultaneously. But at the end of the day, we are here in this present moment. And yes, we can quote unquote timeline jump, but ultimately it's always this one timeline that we're in that is like making all the difference, right? So when we want to manifest these things, it's about being in alignment with that feeling of of that expansion, but learning to manage it that when we're not always in that feeling of expansion, we're going to be in that contraction. And I feel like I've said this in so many different ways, but it's true. And, and it's I think there's a common misconception of like, I know that when I have that relationship, then I'm going to feel really good and I'm going to feel really whole. And I do not subscribe to that. It's like, wouldn't you want to share your life with somebody if you're already feeling good? Like, or think about if you're, if it's hard for you to think about it in yourself, like, 
would you want to be with somebody that isn't good on their own? I don't know. That for me, that concept for me is like, no, I wouldn't. I would want them to feel really good so that we're both coming to the table, building something together, building something better together versus trying to compensate for one of one or the other. And sometimes it can be really difficult. Like I, the job example is so good because so many people do not enjoy their job, but what can you do to start enjoying your day to day? I remember when I used to work in ad sales and there was a point that it got super, super stressful and I started making changes. I was like, okay, what can I control? Like, the work environment was not great. There were just things happening that I did not enjoy. And I remember that's when I really leaned into yoga. I was living in New York at the time and it was like, I need a way to decompress. How do I take care of myself? And I started going to yoga. I started taking improv classes. So it's this is kind of like comedy sketches where you you're improvising and that has helped me so much because it's not just, you know, when you're on stage performing, it's like in everyday life where things come up. And the main thing about improv is that it's yes. And so no matter what the other person is saying, you could be like, let's go ride bicycles in outer space. And then you're like, yes. And, and then you build on to it. And it's always yes. And because that's what keeps the scene moving. That's what keeps things moving. And I love using that in day to day because it's like, yes, okay, while this might be crazy idea, how can we figure out a way to make that a reality? And so I remember I was miserable at work and I was like, okay, I need to start making these changes. I started going to yoga. I started going to improv classes. And then shortly after that's when half of our team got let go. I got let go. I was given a severance package. It all just like worked out so perfectly and so much better than I had imagined. But again, it was creating the energy of what I wanted versus ruminating in the energy of what I didn't want. And so in popular manifestation discourse out there, I guess you could say is like the secret where it's like, if you just feel into it and you envision it, it will come. And it's like, yes, that's partly true. It's what do I want that feeling to be like once I'm in that new job or whatever and start cultivating that now, because then when you do get that new job and you go back to your living room, it's going to feel good. And it's not going to be such a, such a like contrast of like, yes, I love my job, but then I come home and it's miserable in my living room. You know what I mean? Like you want to create that, that feel good energy, that new level of goodness into your day to day. And maybe sometimes you're in a situation where that can be really tough, but I I say you always have a choice to create this energy. And that could be something as simple as like taking a five minute break to sit outside and look at the trees and just like be calm. You can start culminating that energy and whether that's if you want to be calm or if you want to be inspired or I don't know for me like I love to sit outside and drink coffee whether it's hot. I love a oh like the feeling of warm coffee and you're like holding the mug and the mug is warm in your hands. I love that feeling. So while life might be really difficult outside of those five minutes, like 
really allow yourself to indulge those five minutes of the feel good. And you're building that muscle. You're building that muscle of that feel good, that expansion, even if it is for just those five minutes. And then you allow that to grow and grow and grow so that the good can become the new normal. And again, that expansion, that growth, that manifestation, when it comes in, it's not such a shock and you're able to actually keep that manifestation and cultivate it. It's like when you plant a seed, you're going to need to tend to the soil and water it and make sure that it's not getting too much sunlight or not enough. The same is with ourselves. Like we're kind of like a little plant where we need water and we need sunlight and we need attention and we need tending to. So how can we tend to ourselves in that way where we're taking care of ourselves, not just when the seed is sprouting, not just when the flower is blooming, but in every other step in between. And so if you've been waiting and it's kind of this like in-between space, it's kind of the the term the void has been coming up a lot for me personally. And I mean, in my own manifestations and in conversations with other people. And it's kind of this like in-between of like, oh, I don't know. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And this kind of feeling where it can easily go into this space of doubt, but How can you instead be in that void, be in the unknown and just know, like have this unwavering faith and trust that it's going to work out. You don't know how we usually never know how. Yes, we can try to control and have some idea of it. But if we get really honest, the how, or at least for me, has always manifested differently than what I think it's going to manifest like and I'm going to talk about that in next week's episode, but how can we be in that unknown and be okay and not go into the deep end of doubt and not go into giving up? Because sometimes that's when we're so close to the manifestation, yet we give up because it's like, well, I'm not seeing results. It's like that microwave prime delivery feeling of instant gratification. It's like, no, no, if we would have waited just a little bit longer and being and would have been in that unknown, then, you know, we were just, just a few steps on the other side of that manifestation. And so that's where you reach into your toolbox, into support, into creating that feeling of, I am safe right now, whether I have this thing that I want to manifest or not. And that energy is like, whoa, that is some powerful energy of like, I am good without this because I feel so safe and secure in myself. And for me, that's the space you want to be in. It's like, I'll use the example of when I manifested my job in LA, it was like, I was living in New York and I said, you know what, I'm moving to LA and that's it. I don't know how I release any form of control of how that's going to look like. And it was just this unwavering faith. And I had no idea what I was going to go do in LA, but it was just like, I'm going to be in this unknown. And I know that it's going to work out because that's the decision that I've made. And I feel really good. I remember I felt so good giving my two month notice at work. And it just felt like, yes, this is it. This is the energy that I'm in. Also, mind you, I will caveat that up until that point, I had been like applying everywhere. I had 
submitted so many resumes. I had had so many interviews that didn't move forward. And it was just like, I am sick of this. I'm moving to LA no matter what. That's the decision I've made. And once I made that clear decision of like, this is happening. I don't know how. I am releasing the control of what this void looks like and this unknown looks like. That's when everything came into action. And within three weeks, I had a job. So I want to caveat too that, yes, I was in the unknown for four months, but I was trying to control it. And that just made the manifestation (laughs) take so much longer than the moment that I just surrendered and was like, you know what? this is it. I'm going and and that's it. And when we talk about manifestation, it's like release, surrender, try not to control. And I, I that part is hard for me. I have to admit it. That part is hard for me because I'm someone that's very motivated. I like things a certain way. I want things to flow a certain way. And when they don't, it's like, hey, what the heck is happening? Like, why isn't this working? I'm doing all the things. But then the moment that I release the grip, even just a little bit, it's like, everything flows. And so my invitation to you is how can we work in the void, in the unknown? How do we work to cultivate those feelings of expansion and having new levels of normal feel really good so that you can continue to bring expansion into your life in whatever way that may look? And and it doesn't have to be this huge thing every time. It can be something little as like, I smiled to a stranger today and I looked them in the eyes, even though a few months ago that would have been really scary for me to do or something, something so simple or like something that might seem so simple to other people. Yet for you, it can be a really big deal and that can look like so many different ways. And so it's cultivating those skills and the support and the tools and really implementing them so that you create new levels of good and normal and you take care of your nervous system along the way. Our bodies hold so much wisdom and they're the ones running the show. I mean, we like to think that our minds are, but our nervous system is really what's running the show. So you don't want to overwhelm your nervous system with all of these manifestations and all of these things. You want to nourish it so that it can be this garden. It can be this place that good things can happen. And it's kind of like if you go to a restaurant and you order, you know, something off the menu, but all of the old dishes are there, there's no space for those new new dishes to come in. So it's like your nervous system is the table. You want to clear out the old dishes, clear out what isn't working, clear out if that's, you know, getting that new job, but that new job won't come out come until you cultivate that feeling of good and safety. And that can look like the coffee in the morning and just indulging those five minutes. That's like you cleared away a plate or whatever it may be. And the more that you cultivate that feeling of being good, the more that you're clearing the table of old dishes so that new things can come in and you can enjoy the meal, you can enjoy that manifestation, you can enjoy that expansion once it does come in. And I think that that's something that's overlooked many times. And it's kind of like, well, what, when am I going to get to that next thing? It's like, when am I going to get to that next mountain? But are you taking care of the route that you're on right now? How do you feel right now? Because that's going to be an indication of 
how you're cultivating that feeling of of new level of good. And I really hope <laughs> that you're really following me here because it's important. It's important to not only feel good once you have whatever it is that you think is going to make you feel good once you have it, but before that, that feeling before is like what you need to be quote unquote on doing. And it's not so much doing, it's being. How do you want to be? There's a lot of talk to about be your future self, be that person that has the things that you already want. And it's like, it's the energy. It's be in that energy. Yes, you might not have a million dollars right now, but how would you with a million dollars act like or be like? So, and what are the things that are going to help you feel that way? So for me, I use the example of like, um, candles and body scrubs. I love a good, like skin body scrub. I don't know why. I just love that feeling. It gives me, it was like, yes, I'm going to indulge in this experience of the shower with the salts and the oils and whatever it may be. That makes me feel really good because that's how I want to start the day. I want to, I want to be in this place of pleasure, even in the smallest things like taking a shower or the coffee where you're feeling the pleasure of the heat of the mug on your hands. Or when I go outside and sit outside and just look at the trees, it's like I'm cultivating that feeling of being good and this can be normal. And this has not always been that way for me. This is something that I've been very intentionally trying to cultivate because it's like every day can feel really good, not just when the big things come in, not just when the things that I quote unquote want to manifest come in. It's like, no, I want to be in this space of feel good in my everyday life so that when the contractions come in, it doesn't feel so intense and I don't have such high highs and low lows. It can be this kind of dance in between the two and it's not these two extremes. And so I invite you to contemplate on that. What are the tools that you currently have to help you navigate this unknown or what's a new tool that you're trying to learn? And I forgot to mention this at the beginning, but I want to invite you into the Manifest Your Dream Life course where we go into all of this. What are the tools that we can lean into in the in-between spaces of manifestations what can we lean into when we have these big expansions and the contraction as well? How can we regulate our nervous system so that it feels safe to have really good things? And I know that can sound so like, of course it feels safe to have good things, but like, I know for a long time, my nervous system did not feel that way. My nervous system was very much in like survival mode and fight or flight. And like, I have to make sure that I have control of everything so that things feel really safe. And trust me, <laughs> it feels a lot better on this side of creating space and safety in a very nurturing way. And so I invite you to join me in the Manifest Your Dream Life course. We start September 1st. All of the details are on the website at www.yourlatinamentor.com slash courses. And you can look at all the information, reach out if you have any questions. And this is really to manifest that 
whatever it is that you're wanting to bring into reality, whatever dream you envision, whatever thing it is that you're really craving in the season of your life, how can we jumpstart that manifestation? Because I fully believe that women, especially women, especially Latinas, like we deserve to have good things in our life. Everyone does. There isn't this thing that you have to do or that you have to become worthy of or whatever. It's like, no, you are totally worthy now and you can receive all these really good things without shame, without guilt, without having to feel like you have to be the provider for everyone else. I mean, there's just so many things. So check out the website, join me for the course. It's going to be life-changing. I promise you. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving a review and sharing it with friends and family. If we aren't friends on social media yet, go check out Instagram at Your Latina Mentor or check out the website yourlatinamentor.com and we will see you on the next episode. Talk soon.